0: Welcome, guys, to another episode of Happiness Follows. I am Amanda, and I have Dottie here. Hi. <laughs> and we're so happy that you are here and joining us again. We're um, we're a day late with posting. I know that in the last episode, I said we were going to post every Saturday, but, um, you know... It is
1: because yeah, I us. almost... Died. That is
0: (laughs) dramatic.
1: (laughs) That is why, okay? It is all my fault and my mortality. No. Um, It is my fault, though. So I broke my phone and it's been this whole thing. A new one comes Monday, but I broke my phone hiking because I was not prepared for the wilderness, even though I'm doing a podcast about wilderness.
0: (laughs) Not everybody's perfect, right, honey? What happened?
1: Um, so right now I'm in Alaska visiting family. Um, and I just went out on a hike with friends. You know, we're all, my high school friends are all here from, you know, various places that we live now. And so we decided to link up and go outside and bask in the fresh air. Mm. And um, <laughs> all of us were very unprepared. So we go on this hike and it just starts pouring down rain. I'm talking buckets. Wow buckets and buckets and buckets <laughs> and so on the hike it just is really cold it's alaska and i'm just not you know i've moved to the heat so i'm just not used to it being the temperature that it was it was probably for the 40s maybe maybe a little bit lower but it's also raining and it's windy yeah. and um yeah i just was not prepared Sounds you can see mis- your breath
0: mis- miserable.
1: yeah it was pretty miserable <laughs> You know, you could see your breath, and by the time we finished the hike and, like, I got home, I was just shivering, and I just ran in the house, and my aunt and my mom were trying to talk to me, and I was like, can't talk, have to get in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, need warm, so I just, like, jump in the shower, but before I did, I looked in the mirror, and my lips are, like, ash gray, so I feel like I was, like, reaching the point of, like, hyperthermia, Um, and then I took this hot shower, and I remember, like, I, I didn't even attempt to wash anything, like. I just,
0: just stood there warm. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I just no. stood
1: there for like 15 minutes with the water beating down on me and then my toes like started coming back to life and you know that painful like yeah, ache care. when the blood starts mm-hmm. circulating again There was that and so I stayed in this hot shower for a while and when I got out I was still shivering and so I'm like running around the house looking you were
0: wearing sandals.
1: yeah Yikes. at one point at one point, and then I switched into tennis oh, shoes because I was like, my toes are going to break off. Mm-hmm. I looked down and they were like white, I and I was like, they're going to fall off. And so I'm happy I packed. You know, I was smart so enough to pack tennis shoes.
0: Unprepared.
1: Yeah, I wasn't completely unprepared, just not prepared for you know what I was facing. But you know, I got home. My aunt made me tea. I mm-hmm. put on sweatpants. I ended up having to put on a fleece hat to get the shivers to stop. Wow. Had to like conceal the heat, but my um phone wasn't so lucky phone
0: got <laughs> it did not and too wet too wet yes
1: yeah so I mean it was either the phone or me yeah. and I'm glad and it was me, the phone I'm
0: really glad you're safe <laughs> and that sounds crazy I, I know that I, I saw the pictures I know the hike that you took and um, you know you said you were unprepared but I kind of can understand because the hike that you took is a hike that a lot of people just do as, like, a casual day hike. And so I can see, not expecting. And when it rains in Alaska, it's not usually, like, a downpour. It's usually a drizzle and your rain is yeah. enough, you know, or even a fleece might be enough. Um, <laughs> so I can imagine. I'm
1: talking just buckets. Oh, wow! I was like, what in the heck? Like, where is this coming from? Like, the cloud cap over the mountain made no sense to me. You know, being born and raised in Alaska, like, it just made no sense I mean I've been in areas but not this particular you know like for this area it just made no sense and maybe I just haven't hiked it enough and I'm being naive I don't know but
0: what would you have brought differently warmer clothes
1: oh yeah I totally would have dressed differently I would have put on you know maybe some moisture wicking pants rain gear <laughs> <laughs> um, some some socks that warmed my toes and kept my feet dry mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot. There's just a lot about that situation I would have done differently. But, you know, you live and you learn. But, and luckily I lived. Yeah, you lived. Just fantastic.
0: <laughs> and you probably had moments where you enjoyed it. And then some moments yeah, where oh, you I enjoyed, learned a little lesson.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed most of it until, like, the end when it was over and I stopped moving. And I realized how cold I actually was and how wet I actually oh, was. No. And then the drive home was just Miserable. I was, like, shivering and uncomfortable. Yeah but you know,
0: it is what it is. What have you been up to? That's eventful. I don't know if I can top it, but I'll try because my (laughs) week involved snakes. (laughs) Nope. Right there.
1: Boom. You won. Yeah. I almost died, but you saw a snake. snake.
0: Listen. (laughs) Yeah. So last weekend I went on a hike with my fiance and we, um, we drove up North a little bit, but you know, I live in a pretty, um, dry climate and Um, So, up north should have, like, quotation marks around it because it's still kind of warm and it's still deserty. And, um, but it's a little cooler. We didn't have to wake up super early to go hiking. So, we enjoyed it. It was a nice tree-lined hike. It was beautiful. But, you know, we're just casually walking along because this was not a strenuous hike. It was definitely, like, mostly flat, a few rolling hills. It was pretty long. But it was shady. It was wonderful. So, you know, him and I are just chatting away, just about everything and anything like you do when you're hiking. And all of a sudden he says, um, you know, something that I don't quite hear because I am not a great hear hearer. <laughs> I don't hear He's it, probably like, Amanda, there's a snake. Okay, but in my head it was like blah 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 blah. Like the peanuts character, wah 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 wah, wah snake. That's what I heard.
1: <laughs> the important word.
0: But I didn't hear like like it was jumble, like was I supposed to stay, turn around, is it in front, is it behind me? Like, I'm imagining that the snake is directly behind me, and I am, like, because I turned when he says snake, <laughs> you know, so I turn facing towards him, but in my head, it's behind me, so I'm like, do I take a step backwards, which is really, like, the way that I was Heading, you know but like is there a snake right behind me so in my like completely rational way i was like where 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 and uh, and he finally's like stop moving it's in between us so i see his little tail he doesn't have a rattle so to me you know coming from i live in the southwest i'm like phew because i don't know snake types but i know rattle equals bath. (laughs) so (laughs) so i'm like okay he's a snake but the snake is now in between my fiance so like we don't really have a lot of options because one of us has to pass the snake either to go back the way that we came or to continue the way we were going so we like hemmed and hot about it a little bit, a lot of it, because you know we don't know what kind of snake this is. But he swears when I walked past it, it turned its head towards me, <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally... The snake was like,
1: "Hark, who goes there?" So <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> Thank you. So of course, um, you know, we're like, don't want to just stroll past it, although. I did, originally. <laughs> yeah. And so we, like, think about it for a while. We're like, do we, do we, like, throw something nearby and let it slither away? It was kind of moving, but then it stopped. And he's like, it's looking at me. <laughs> like, so in our world, the snake was very aware of our presence, and he didn't like it. Okay? So, so we finally decided to, he was going to walk past the snake so we could continue on to our hike. And
1: definitely sacrificed the fiance yeah I wasn't
0: going to watch it again I already did it once and so, <laughs> so you he like shuffled forward a few steps like over the course of a couple of minutes <laughs> because you know we don't want to have to move slowly because of snake and um, and then finally he did what we refer to as like that, that moment when you're a little kid and you flipped out the lights and then you like ran to your bed because the boogie monster was coming and so he like Shoveled past the snake, and then he was, like, <laughs> past the snake. <laughs> anyway, I was on lookout for if the snake was going to move while he was shuffling past it. He didn't. I don't think he cared too much about us. but it was pretty lively for what was a rather uneventful hike. It was just a nice stroll, and we were having such a good time. And then, you know what, afterwards, I um, watched for more snakes. I looked at the ground a lot more <laughs> after that, you know.
1: I mean that's wilderness one oh one, Amanda. Uh, okay, but, like, <laughs> but like But also I can't talk. I know, so. so
0: that's <laughs> the problem is you and I hike together a lot and I used to be really, really cautious with my steps and you kind of have gotten me to break out of my shell and I just like take bolder steps and I just like Okay. I'm saying you got me to like think less about like Exactly where I was. No, walking.
1: I am not allowing Stop. that it's because fine. I am very aware. No, I am very very aware <laughs> of snakes. Like, uh, you know, I see every gecko, That's every true, lizard, every You're iguana. Like
0: in the bushes over there.
1: Yes. No, the I do birds. not do with creepy crawlies. Yeah. yeah so, I- <laughs> so it was Mm-mm. fine. And
0: actually, on the car ride home, I googled snakes of the Southwest, and I think I narrowed it down to two types that I don't remember because I have blocked it from my memory (laughs) but um, I don't know they weren't poisonous is the moral of the story uh, as far as I can tell and he probably just didn't give two craps about us but he made our he made our hike a lot more interesting
1: (laughs) I'm sure it'll be like one of those stories too that like evolved over time like the snake was slithering towards me
0: it was like... It came up. In Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's that big. It six feet long. And he... Um, I don't know. Snake, snake.
1: It spoke to me.
0: I yes. <laughs> he heard him say, get out of my forest. <laughs> but anyway. Now, the rest of the hike, I looked at the ground. Not just around, but you know, I was I was scared. Which you should
1: have been doing anyway. But you make a good
0: point. Less- so we both <laughs> learned something on our hikes this week. And I think that's great because <laughs> Because you have to learn. If you're gonna be in this world of doing things outside, you have to be willing to accept your limitations you- and accept what you need to improve on. <laughs>
1: Which is a great segue for our topic for today. So. What makes you outdoorsy? Is it having the knowledge of what's going on outdoors? Is it? Or, <laughs> is, is, it, it... or is it all your gear? Yeah. You know, what makes you outdoorsy?
0: And that's the thing, is what isn't would you it? say? Like, what does make mm-hmm. us
1: outdoorsy? I don't know. I know what I feel. I don't know. Like, do you consider yourself a very outdoorsy person?
0: I do. I I consider myself a very outdoorsy person. I grew up in a very outdoorsy family. But there's always this, like, voice inside of me that says, I don't look outdoorsy. Does that make sense? What does that voice sound like? Was that it? Were you just imitating the voice? Yeah, that's what the voice sounds like. (laughs) Do you belong here, Amanda? I don't know. But, you know, I, I say, like, oh, like, the voice, you know what the voice sounds like? As we're hiking, and I'm, like, breathing heavy and whatever, sweating a bucket ton, and someone passes (laughs) me, the voice sounds like, I bet they're like, look at that big girl trying to hike.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. But is that their true perception, or is that your perception? I
0: don't think so. I think that... I think that they are probably like, hi, good afternoon and not thinking anything of it because sometimes I play the reverse role. I do this at like the beach too because I, you know, we all are a little self-conscious, I'm sure in swimsuits and stuff, but I look at other people and I say, I haven't thought one negative thought about anything that someone is wearing here. And I bet the majority of the people here are also the same way.
1: Yes, but, always but hater, there's always a hater, and that's the part that taps in, taps into your insecurities. You're like, there's somewhere someone out here. Is there's someone is me, and
0: I know it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is a hater, yeah.
0: and I know they're a hater, but, you know, it is what it, it is. is. What it is. Yeah. But I'll reverse the question. Like, do you – so I'll say I feel like I'm a very outdoorsy person. I like to go outside. I do outdoorsy things. I like to try different things, and I feel like that makes me outdoorsy but there is an nagging voice that says you don't look like an outdoorsy person because i'm a bigger girl. Um is there do you consider yourself an outdoorsy person? Are there any like limitations you put on yourself?
1: I think um that's a difficult question. I feel like being outdoorsy is one of the multiple hats that i wear and i you know like if you think of i guess like apparel and how you dress um, like in my loungewear, I definitely probably look very outdoorsy because a lot of it is, you know, made for my hiking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I feel like if someone looks at me, they're like, "Yeah, that person goes outside; they are one with nature."
0: I think that they probably eat granola. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I think we got voted like the worst yeah, rest I, state, but you know, definitely. in our defense,
0: I, I lived for seven years in Alaska, so I can, I can. Say I kind of adopted this style of my own, but like, fashion isn't number one. I
1: mean, in our defense, <laughs> we're just trying to stay alive. You know, it's, it's warm, cold most like of the things. year. I'm like,
0: you know, yeah, you know, and yellow rock style. It just is what it is,
1: you know. And so, yeah. But yes, I guess like I do consider myself outdoorsy, and I feel like other individuals like people I talk to my friends my family they consider me outdoorsy I mean typically the topic of the conversation is typically like adventures I've taken mm-hmm. recently as far as hikes or me being outside or like just recently hanging out with my family we were like oh let's have a bonfire and they just all looked at me <laughs> and, and they were like so you're gonna go start the bonfire aren't you <laughs> you know like oh yeah, I guess, I guess that is my, my duty. I'm, I'm on it. So I guess, yeah, the perception would be that I'm outdoors because I try to be outdoors as often as possible.
0: (laughs) Do you feel like you have any, do you like, I have that voice in my head. Do you have a voice in your head that says anything?
1: Um, I feel like I've conquered it a lot, but it's definitely still there. It's, you know, um, I'm not the typical body type, of um being outdoorsy especially now like quarantine has hit and i've been sitting around a lot more <laughs> so i've gotten a little my a little Make fluffier okay. <laughs> <laughs> i've gotten a little fluffier in some areas and so i will say prior to quarantine like my body was getting strong like i would look in the mirror and be like dang i at your legs those thighs are getting like strong and so it's got a little softer here and there but i know i can get back to it it's just now I'm in that mental rut of wanting to get back to it. I'm um, just like, ugh, it's a lot. But um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm not the, in my mind, I'm not the typical outdoorsy body type. You know, when you think outdoors, you think, you know, pretty lean muscles and fit and have decent amount of cardio endurance. You know, you run through all these these boxes that you need to check off. And so I don't think I necessarily fit those boxes per se, um so that's a narrative that goes into my head and then also being um multiracial um half black half white and so um when I do outdoorsy things it's like very easy for people to be like oh well that's your white side (laughs) you know and so I'm like well no I want to change that narrative you know and create that space for people of color you know to let them know you can get outdoors. It's not just a white occupied space. If anything, get out there and occupy it. Right. You know Like, you make it <laughs> like conquer some of it. Place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is it out here, you know, that makes them want to come? <laughs> That's what I want to know. And so, yeah, I just want to change that narrative. And so I'd probably say those would be um the biggest ones that play in my head when I'm outside. It's like, uh, this is some white people stuff (laughs) you know but yeah and i hate that i absolutely hate that because i no it's not you know it's it's for everybody and we all need to get out there and just reconnect i feel like that's a lot of our disconnect is that we have not connected with nature anymore reconnect with our planet reconnect with earth and what is it trying to tell Mm -hmm. us and i feel like we're so far removed from that because of technology and because of work and things like that right and
0: find some passion that's that is beyond um, your material things and and so on yeah. and so forth. Yeah, I think that this is something that are um, that that should be talked about because this is probably something that a lot of you in the audience have experienced, whether it's. In that like outdoorsy world, or that wanting to try something that you haven't tried before, and I think sometimes we put a lot of limitations that maybe don't have to do with um weight or race or upbringing, you know, maybe it is upbringing, maybe it is just the fear of Mm -hmm. unknown, and so we put those limitations on us, and um, I think Mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of people can relate to. So I think that it's good that um that we're kind of sharing our stories was I want people to see that this is something completely normal for people to experience yeah everybody has that voice in their head that says sometimes you know I can't do it but I kind of want to I want to embrace the fact that it seems like society is changing it seems like
1: yeah I think it seems like
0: more people you know ourselves included are saying you know I am who I am and I'm going to do what what I want to do you know I'm gonna try new things I'm gonna go out there and especially when it comes to this world of like outdoors like think of how many people hike now you know yeah I, like that's like a thing that people do <laughs> you know what I mean and I just feel like that hasn't always been the case that that was like a lot of people's pastimes you know and yeah. people are starting to change what it looks like to be someone who does begin hiking or does um, go camping or kayaking or things like that. And so I think, I don't know about you, but I want to embrace that attitude of like, I am who I am, (laughs) you know? I'm going to just do what feels good um, and try to not focus on that negative voice within me. I, I agree
1: with that. And um, kind of just to kind of give a story there as far as kind of – I've always, be, you know, kind of been athletic, gotten out of shape, and then got back in shape, and then gotten out of shape. It's been a cycle, you know? And so I'm in that cycle of getting back in shape. And kind of what stemmed that was um, I was having a conversation with a an individual, and I was kind of telling them my hiking plans. And at this time, I was I was heavier, and I – um. I kind of told them my plans, and they kind of scoffed, like, like, yeah, right, like you're not going to do that. And it, you know, the quickest way to get me to do something, to something is to tell me, kiss you off. is, is <laughs> yes, yeah, is, is to tell me I'm not going to do it. You know, like that's the the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest push for me is to be like, hey, yeah, whatever, I, like oh, 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 that, like grinds my gears. And so this individual did that to me. And I just want to say thank you because (laughs) it motivated me to get myself in better shape and it motivated me to really work towards a goal. Um, And at the time, I was also reading a book called The Weight of Being um, by an author named, what's her name? Kara Richardson Whitley. Let's say that's it. Sounds about right. Kara Richardson Whitley. It's called the weight of being and like how to satisfy like my true hunger for happiness or something. We'll like put that. it on the gram. Yeah. On the gram. Mm-hmm. But this particular book is this lady who has struggled with disorder eating her whole life. She was a binge eater and I can relate to that in a sense. And so, um, you know, I I picked it up for that reason, you know, uh, she isn't your typical body type, but it, the book is discussing her journey. Um, about her working through her, her issues and I don't even like saying the word issues, working through just life, yeah. navigating life and figuring out what makes her happy. And one of her things that always made her happy was being outside, but she wasn't that typical body type. You know, she was at one point, you know, 300, 400 pounds and even at that though, like Mount Kilimanjaro. And she did at 300 pounds. And so she had that goal and she pushed herself. And for her, it wasn't, you know, of course, training to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. She did drop weight and this, that and the other. But eventually she put the weight back on. And that's kind of what the book is about. And her journey back through that, trying to get back to that point of being able to hike Mount Kilimanjaro again. But You know she struggled with the same things we're talking about here. You know those perceptions, like, and so it always brings me to wonder: is it the perception of self, or is it the perception of other people? How much of it is us just putting that weight on ourselves and putting those those narratives in our head? Like, yeah, I just shared a story. Obviously, there are people out there that are going to be naysayers and try to discount what you're trying to do, but. In actuality, there's probably more people rooting for you. So it's really you. You have to learn to root for yourself. Well, it's just, I guess, like being outdoorsy is what you make of it. So, I mean, if you were like going to define what being outdoorsy is, what would you say? If someone asked you that,
0: I would say to be outdoorsy is to. Get outdoors. <laughs> I would say someone who likes to participate in um, activities that involve, like, being out in nature. So, hiking, kayaking, camping, bike mountain biking, um, and the like. <laughs> what about you? Like, how would you describe it? Same or a little different?
1: Uh, kind of like I stated earlier. I just occupying the space you think no no I'm gonna take the word think out of there occupying the space you deserve no one gets to define that for you only you can define that people will try to define it for you but you have to take that power back and so you know being outdoorsy is what you make it it's what you craft it to be if it is you go walk uh the loop around the base of the mountain Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where you start. Or if you're at the point where you can go do a trail, you're outdoorsy. You know? (laughs) It doesn't matter as long as you're outside occupying space. It is what you make of it. And you can get to those grand ideas, those grandiose ideas of what outdoorsy are outdoorsy is eventually. But wherever you start, you are yeah, wherever you start, you are outdoorsy.
0: You know? Like Yeah. I mean,
1: that's what's really important is just being outside occupying that space that you know you deserve no one gets to tell you no you, you, no there's just no that's all i gotta say
0: yeah <laughs> just no it just is, what it is. and that kind of ties into something that i really wanted to talk about because you know all of us maybe have some narrative in our head of like what this looks like. If I wanted to go hiking, this is what it should look like, or this is what a hiker looks like, and this is what a hiker does, and this is how it is, um, or anything. Because there's a lot of sports out there that you may, um, you know, when I say sports, but you know, what I mean just like activities that you may want to try that you've never done before, and that can sometimes hinder us too. And so, I want, I want you to meet yourself where you're at. And that's so important. And then that kind of ties into what you said. Like, if it's walking around the base of a mountain, or if I, I was just telling this exact thing to my mom, I was saying, you know, this is where we're at right now. And if our version of going for a hike is walking around the green space in our neighborhood, that's okay. That's where we're at right now. And then we're going to build up to the trail. And we're going to build up to the hills. But this is where we're at right now. And I think that's so important. And and if you are someone who desires to do these activities or desires to get outside, just do it. Meet meet yourself where you're at. Just say, maybe I'm not to that trail, but I have found one that is manageable for me. And I'll build Mm -hmm. up to that big trail and I'll be so proud of myself when I do. I
1: think we can all benefit from extending ourselves more grace. And that's a word that I try to keep in mind, extend yourself grace. You know, you might not be there today. You might not even be there tomorrow or a month from now, but you, if you continue to work, you will get there. And so, you know, being outdoorsy and I think you and I've talked about that for me, my ultimate goal for being outdoorsy is to make sure I get back safe. And so that goes into knowing your body, you know, not pushing yourself past your limits. There have been plenty of times I've been close to where I was trying to get, a, a you know, the marker or the the, peak. the peak, yeah, that I'm trying to reach. And I assess my body and, my, you know, my breathing's labored because I've already given it so much. My breathing's labored. My, my muscles are aching. My legs are shaky. And I know going, you know, that extra half a mile, 0. 0.25 of a mile is going to impact my way back. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to extend myself that grace because that trail is going to be there. Okay? But I'm not going to be able to do it if I'm not here.
0: Yeah, or if you injure <laughs> and yourself. And, yeah, or if I injure myself. And that's the and thing. So, you know, we got to push ourselves, but, mm-hmm. but know where our limitations are.
1: Yeah, within reason. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, occupy your space, but do it safely and create those boundaries for yourself. And so someone, I don't remember who I was talking to and they were saying, I was like, oh, but it's so frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. But use that frustration as a driving point, you know. When you actually get to that peak or you get to that point you're trying to get to, it's so much sweeter because you know what you put into it. You know what you put into it. And so that's just me, though. But I'm also very hard on myself the entire time. Like I say that, but the entire time. I'm, you know, walking back. I'm just like frustrated. I'm like, uh, you know, I can't believe I couldn't make it. Or, but then once again, I check myself, you know, and extend myself that grace. Okay, but look how far you did come. There's a lot of people that would love to be able to do what you did today, you know, and they don't. They don't have that opportunity. So be thankful, you know, have gratitude, show yourself grace, and just rewiring your brain is a for me a huge part of being outdoorsy. Mm-hmm making those new neuronal connections and creating a positive narrative in your head because a lot of it's just negative about, and it's all based on perception of what other people think or what you feel people are thinking. And so just recreate that story for yourself, recreate that narrative.
0: Mm-hmm. There's so there's one thing that I I want to share out there um, just as like a tip to me. I think this was really helpful especially when you're putting yourself out there, you know, we're talking about stretch yourself, try something new, grow um, with, you know, safely with safety in mind, but like put yourself out there. And that can be kind of scary. And sometimes we do let those negative thoughts kind of overcome us, you know, Oh, what are people going to think? Or what if I'm not um, dressed the right way? Or what if I, you know, what it's, Um, someone is judging me, whatever thoughts are going through your head. And so I think that it's, you know, my little tip is uh, to surround yourself with people who understand where you're at. And that doesn't mean you have to go into like a huge spiel. But let's say you want to start hiking, or you want to go on a hike, and you don't want to do it by yourself. You're not there yet. That's okay. Because, you know, honestly, I don't really, I'm not really there either. And that's okay. And so let's say you want to do that invite your family invite your friends but invite the family and friends that you know are going to surround you with those positive feelings so you can call them up and say hey I want to do this hike um do you want to do it with me I want to warn you ahead of time I like to take a lot of breaks or like I would say to Dottie (laughs) I am a slow hiker when it comes to hills so just like if you're okay with that I'd love for you to join me You know, but I just want to let you know that that's going to happen and find yourself some friends and or family who are supportive in a way that's not going to make you feel like I got to walk fast because I don't want them to know that I'm, I'm not there yet. Or I, I have definitely been guilty of, you know, kind of like holding my breath a little bit to, to hide the fact that I'm breathing heavy and so you don't want to surround yourself with people who are going to make you feel judged put yourself in a position where you feel like surrounded by support and I think that will help I mean that would help anybody that helps me get out there
1: completely agree Amanda I love what you said there um and so I guess what we're just trying to get at and our ultimate point here is that no matter where you fall on the spectrum of being outdoorsy just get out there you know change the narrative Make your own path. Figure out your course. And don't let anyone define that for you. You know, occupy that space and just remember to extend your – do it safely. And remember to extend yourself grace and always find gratitude in no matter what you're doing. Like, no matter the journey, whether it be a walk around the block because you're just getting started. or Whether it be you're going your first trek up a mountain. But get outside. That's ultimately what it means to be outdoorsy. Exactly. Right, Amanda?
0: And it, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I just want you to know, like, you can do it. We're here for you. And uh, we have all the faith in the world that, that you are all outdoorsy in the way that you're comfortable. And, and if you want to try something, just do it. we got you. We're here to support you. And um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast today. I want to remind you guys that to, um, we will be posting a new podcast every Saturday. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit um, in that support of getting you guys outside we're bit about gear, just basic gear needs. And then kind of, you know, Donnie and I are going to talk about things that we are lusting after lately and um, some new things that <laughs> we've <laughs> tried. And um, so I hope that you guys join us for that next week.
1: Yeah, we look forward to seeing you. And just to end with a quote, one of our favorite quotes from uh, Edward excuse me Edward Abbey who is an American author wilderness is not a luxury but a necessity of the human spirit and as vital to our lives as water and good bread also please remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify iTunes or anchor it's available on all three platforms um and please follow us on Instagram at happinessfollows180. And if you have any questions or any ideas or topics you would like for us to talk about, feel free to send us an email at happinessfollows180 at gmail.com. Once again, that's happinessfollows180 at gmail.com. And we look forward to you tuning in to our next podcast. And remember to always opt outside. And when you do, happiness follows.